Well, early voting has started. Simon, have you voted yet? I have, I have, yep. Good on you. Me too. I knew who I wanted to vote for, and despite the fact that there are two referendums that people also need to make a choice about, uh, the process was really pretty slick. Yep, hats off to the Electoral Commission, given all the disruptions with COVID. I think they've done a great job of um, getting the election together, um, albeit on this delayed timeline. That's right. So welcome to the TalkPoint podcast series. Today we're talking about referenda. I'm Heather Roy. And I'm Simon Ewing-Jarvey. So, what does this End of Life Choice Act cover, Heather? Uh, It really covers the the issue of euthanasia. So, should people be allowed to end their life early under certain circumstances or not? Right, so this is one of the two referendums. You get to vote yes or no, and if you vote yes the bill that was passed last year comes into effect in 12 months time. Yep, that's right. This is an issue that's been um, promoted by David Seymour from the ACT Party. Uh, He has worked really hard actually over the last three years to get this up and to the point that it is. Mm. Uh, And I think he's been quite clever in getting the legislation drafted. It's been through Parliament and passed. Uh, So more than 50% of politicians said that they agree that people under certain circumstances should be able to end their life early. Uh, And now, but that will only become law if more than 50% of New Zealanders agree. Right, and if you vote, if most people vote no in the election, then the the bill just basically, the act just disappears. Then it dies, yep. (laughs) See what you did there. (laughs) Okay, so it gives people with a terminal illness the option of requesting assisted dying. Um, So what sort of people? Uh, So people who are in a lot of pain, who have an unbearable condition, uh, they have to be at the terminal stage of their illness, so they need to, the doctors will be predicting that they will die within the next six months. Yeah, and there's a few protections, quite a few protections actually, like you've got to be 18 or over, you've got to be a New Zealand citizen or permanent resident. That's right, uh, so there'll be no health tourism or not health tourism. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's uh, it's limited to a terminal illness where you've got unbearable pain and you're likely, according to the clinicians, to die of that terminal illness um, within six months. We've got a whole heap of other protections in there. For instance, the person has to be able to make the informed decision for themselves. Yes, they have to be of sound mind. There's a lot of protections too around who can assist a person in dying. So mm-hmm. a doctor or a nurse practitioner mm-hmm. uh, will have to essentially be registered with the Ministry of Health, there's going to be a registrar, uh, when somebody requests the ability to have assisted dying, that needs to be registered with this registrar. Yeah, and they actually have to ask, the doctor can't suggest it, eh? That's right, yes, I didn't realise that, but uh, it, it won't be legal to actually to suggest to somebody that they might like to consider it. Right, and if I was to say to my doctor, yep, I think I meet the criteria and I want to do that, then he or she's going to have to go and get another doctor. That's right. And they both have to agree, and if they can't, then a psychiatrist has to be the final say. Yep. So I think there are a lot of checks and balances. The process itself has to be lodged with the registrar, and then there needs to be a 48-hour gap before the medication can be administered. Mm. And there's all sorts of provisions there too. The person themselves actually has to take the, the, uh, the agent or has to, if it's administered intravenously, has to sort of push the button themselves. Mm. Or the doctor can if they're not able to, I think. Okay, but disability isn't covered in this. No. So so it really is, I think, catering for a a terminal cancer-type scenario. Yeah, okay. In large part. Yeah, so not disability, not mental health issues. No. And they have to 
make up them ask for it make up their mind themselves and uh, they can cancel change their mind or delay at, at, at any time at any time that's yep. right right if people want to read more about this there's a whole lot of detail on the website yeah referendums.govt.nz so uh, it's interesting a welfare guardian can't um, you know under the uh, protection of personal property rights act can't make the decision for them no one else can and um I think there's some really well thought through aspects to this. For instance, uh, it doesn't affect your life insurance or other benefits. If you die through assisted dying, you're deemed to have died of the disease that you had rather than the process of assisted dying. I think that's yeah, useful. Which is uh, contrary to the law as it currently stands for suicide. Hmm. Okay. And uh, privacy. No one can legally publish either you or the clinicians who helped you or the companies they work for all of that is private as it should be yep as usual we'll finish with a quote i think you've got something from shakespeare for us today i have cowards die many times before their death the valiant never taste of death but once of all the wonders that i yet have heard it seems to me that most strange that men should fear seeing that death a necessary end will come when it will come Hmm, very poignant that's uh, probably enough from us on that if you'd like to get in touch go to the contacts page on our website talkpoint.co.nz that's t-o-r-q-u-e and we're on uh, social media facebook twitter linkedin and all that sort of thing i'm heather roy and i'm simon ewing jarvie we'll talk to you again soon